Everyone looks so beautiful and cheerful today. I am Diane Wilson. Good afternoon. To the great souls who gather today from the four corners of the earth, I greet you. To the beautiful initiates who've also come from many, many, many different countries around the world to celebrate Master's visit to Fresno. After such a long time, I welcome you. And I thank you because you've given your time and your effort and your sincerity all without charge to make sure everyone here is comfortable, well-fed, happy, and informed. Uh, I would like to ask Brooke Gunthrie from Washington, D.C., if she will come now and share. Good afternoon. Um, I had prepared a speech today that I wanted to read to you, but I figured I would spare the speech and just speak from my heart. If anyone is um, of the Christian background is in the audience and they're wondering about how initiation will fit in with their Christianity and their belief system, then what I would suggest to them is just get out the book of St. John, which I have prepared to read. Read the first chapter, verses 1 through 9. And you will see them refer to the word, which is what we call in the Kuan Yin, the sound and the light. And you will see that what Supreme Master Ching Ha will talk to you to, about today is nothing new. So don't let anyone tell you that this is a new age type of thing. It's the same thing that John the Baptist and all the great masters of the past did. Initiation or what I would consider baptism. And one of the things I want to talk to you about today is why I love Supreme Master Ching Ha so much. I was at a point in my life where I was tired of just existing day to day. Tired of people telling me that because I'm a female, what I need to do with my life is find a husband, have children, get a good job, get a good house, you know, make lots of money, go to these restaurants. And one day I said, it's got to be more to this. The creator did not put me on this earth just to live in existence such as this. And I was fed up. And I said, okay, what I'll do is I'll just move out the States and start going around to different countries and start studying the ways of the ancients. And right about at that same time, I found Supreme Master Ching Ha, oh, who I belovingly call girlfriend. She, 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 I call her girlfriend because she is the best friend you will ever have. She is a friend that will never talk about you, that will never backstab you, that will, if you're a man and you're looking for the perfect wife, she will be the most faithful, devoted wife you could ever ask for. For a woman, she'll be the best friend, the best type of husband, whatever it is that you need. See, I, I said I wouldn't cry, but I just love her so much because of all the sacrifices she's made in her life to do what she's doing today. See, you all came and it's free of charge and all it cost you was a little bit of time. You all have no idea what she goes through on a daily basis trying to spread the message that she's spreading, trying to make sure that you have everything that you need. And it's a constant constant battle in a world filled with negative forces. And I'm telling you, I have so much respect, so much love for her. 
and I had decided that if I never met her in a physical person, I would be content. She has given me everything and more that my heart has desired. And when I got an opportunity to meet her, it, I cannot put it into human words. I cannot put into words what it feels like to have someone who truly, truly loves you for eternity that will be there no matter what. She doesn't judge you. She doesn't care what your background is. She doesn't care how much money you have or what degrees you have or what degrees you don't have or what your background is or what your background isn't or how many husbands or wives or whatever you've gone through in this life. All she says is, you know, here's the client method. You can take it, you know, or you can get initiated and you can decide to walk away free will. And that's all she asks for, you know, is you to give her the opportunity. And I'm telling you, you, you give her just that opportunity. I'm trying to find words to express something to you that no words cannot express. Because when I looked in her eyes two weeks ago in Orlando, for the first time in my life, I knew what it felt like to look into the eyes of a human being that I felt eternal love for, that I could sit there and just look in her eyes forever and felt so much peace. I understand what peace feels like. I understand what true, unconditional love feels like. And it's nothing, no other human being on this earth for me could ever replace that love. You know, when you have that love from her, if you're in a marriage, then your marriage is enhanced because you have the true love that you need. So your relationships get better. If you have kids and you have problems, you know, your problems seem so minor because then you understand in this physical existence, this is just, that's just a minor thing. Your true job on this physical planet is to go back to the creator and worship the creator in the correct way while you're here on this earth. And it makes all the problems that you have on this earth just so, you know, oh, by the way, you know, you know, it's just so temporary. It isn't the big migraine headache that you used to have. You just have a small headache. You know, but let me stop wasting your time because let the person speak for her, herself when she, um, when she comes out to speak to you. But just open your hearts, and if you decide to get initiation and then you decide afterwards not to practice, then that will be free will because that's the kind of love that God has for you. But just give her this opportunity, and I'm telling you, I don't think you will ever regret it. Thank you. Sit here. Are you okay with him sitting here? <laughs> I I want to invite the, the, the dancer. Sure, you can sit there. I don't want to come up. Come up. 
somebody very important like you <laughs> and you <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> thank you How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful? Good. You feel good there? Good. Then stay. Sit a little more comfy. Oh, it's okay. Just a sit. It's no problem. Well, at home I sit in a worse place. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more important that you are comfortable. Yes. It's not that I am important. You, you sit more comfortable so she can sit. You see, you squeeze her in that corner. Be a gentleman. <laughs> oh, here, here, more space. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See you later. Tara. It's lucky that you're not married to her. Are you married to her? No, no. Are you married to her? Oh, thank God. If you marry to her and you let her squeeze like that, uh-huh, it won't work. <laughs> okay, your husband is down there? Who's the lucky guy? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Are you getting initiation today? Ah, oh, welcome. Sure, I will have time for you later. Uh. Okay, thank you, VIPs. <laughs> no, it's okay. You, if you want to sit. You already sit, so be comfortable. Be witness to a wonderful event. How are you? <laughs> feel wonderful? Oh, I feel great. <laughs> How is that? Something happened today? Well, I just feel like uh, really good about being here and the energy that's flowing through the people. Oh, really? And you can feel all that? Oh, yeah. Here is the INCB. <laughs> We're interviewing who? George. George. From where? From San Francisco. Are you? Yeah. I'm Mexican, but I'm coming from Montreal. Oh, wow. From Canada. My God, that's far. Thank God you have a good seat this far. (laughs) In the theater or in some good event, if you don't come early, you never get a good seat. (laughs) So I came late, so it's okay if I have a seat. (laughs) It's good. You came early. You take good seat. <laughs> yeah. In the movies or theater, it's like that, huh? In the airplane also. If, you know, even <laughs> airplane is good because you have already seat marked. Otherwise, it's not possible. Yesterday, I have my seat marked 
But somebody still want to take my seat. Can you imagine? <laughs> so it's not the first time. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, it's okay. I'm so happy to be here. Are you happy to be here? <laughs> yes. You're not initiated, are you? Not yet. Okay. I reckon you didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, sister, did I interrupt you? Continue, continue. I'm just making a clown of myself for their benefit. <laughs> Welcome, Master Ching. Hi, we would like to give you a procession of flowers. Oh, oh, I see. There's some program. Be patient. Yeah. Oh my God! I thought we finished. I came late so that everything finished, but it's still going. <laughs> uh, hello, can you take the flower for me, please? Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my! Does that include it in the program? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Hey, just a group hug, okay? There's no time to hug everybody here. We don't come here to hug, do we? No, sir. Okay, come over here. Everybody, group hug, quick. Thank you for coming. Every time they invited me to somewhere for a seminar, a lecture, a speech, I normally say, no, 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 no. Last time I say no already. Last time was the last time, and then they try so many ways, so charming way, you know, like, oh, master, we have a party afterward. <laughs> I'm always skeptical. What kind of party? So you know, all kind of beautiful food. Oh, that my weakness. Why well, my weakness? <laughs> they have Indian food, Vietnamese food, Chinese food, American hamburger, vegetarian. <laughs> French onion soup, uh, Mexican tacos, burritos, all kind of things, you know, that make me weak, you know. And I say, okay, okay, but this is the last time, okay? So that's how I'm here, you know, seduced by food. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, and we have a party tomorrow. Yeah, in case you don't know. <laughs> so today we're here to introduce you to the Supreme Master Ching Hai. <laughs> it's an honor for me, also, because she's great. <laughs> Whenever you're in trouble. You just tell her to fix it, and she does. Yeah. No matter no matter what kind of trouble, yeah. She's a woman. No, she's a lady of solution. Yeah. Ching uh, Haim in the ocean of love. The supreme master is God. Yes. So I'm very honored also to work for her. Yes. I'm one of the maybe manager. <laughs> of the company, yes. <laughs> and uh, we have a lot of employees <laughs> who are always willing to work free of charge, <laughs> anytime. 
with or without request. It's a very funny company. <laughs> the employee requests the work for free. <laughs> I'm popular here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you are popular. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and the boss always say, "Oh, no, no. Maybe, maybe. Oh, <laughs> yes." Uh, the real boss always say yes. You know, say yes before we even do anything. But you know, the manager lazy. You know, <laughs> being employed too long, <laughs> too secured, <laughs> too much salary. You know. <laughs> Good, good, everything happened good. Working long, and then I was a very good position now, you know. So the manager's lazy, just like many other managers. Oh, don't tell the manager of this hotel, uh, this <laughs> convention center. He's different. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's go back to the Supreme Master Ching Hai. She's a good one. Sometimes it's a he, you know. That person changed from she to he. All the time, sometimes she looks like an old lady, old man with long hair like that, and sometimes they look like a young lady, beautiful princess, a beautiful king, beautiful queen, beautiful kid, all kind of appearance she made when she needs or he needs to help someone who is in trouble. The reason they are in trouble because. They do not know how to get direct contact with that supreme master herself. Yes, I'm here to tell you how to get in touch with her directly every day. No need AT&T. No need internet. It's okay. You're welcome to stay. You wanna go? Stay here. I'm lonely. Stay here. Stay here. Don't worry. It's just a seat. Come on. I'm happy somebody accompany. But I've been lonely in the hotel room since yesterday. I hate hotel rooms. So lonely, long corridor, nobody to talk to. Whenever you walk out, just doors, 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 and room, 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 room. Occasionally, you see a roommate, a roommate. That's it, and she doesn't speak English. <laughs> ah, but she knows what twenty dollars means. If I say you take care of my groom, she say, I wave a dollar. Uh, you take care of my groom. She say, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I say, in case I won't be here later, this is for you. She understands. Yes, hmm. but that's as far as our conversation is concerned. One of the reasons I don't like travel too much is I hate hotel rooms. <laughs> just feels so lonely in there. Huh? The soul is is not lonely. Just the mind get lonely, frustrated. <laughs> And it smells sometimes. <laughs> yeah. If you happen to get a non-smoking room, it's better. Otherwise, it's no good. So the good thing is that I have meditation. Huh? I just sit there and go somewhere else, leave the hotel alone. <laughs> But we need to pay, nevertheless. Yeah. <laughs> Not because you go somewhere, then the room is free. No, no. <laughs> yeah. So. If we do this meditation, we can also be in two places at least at the same times. One is on the planet Earth, and other others in the planet Heaven. You can do both things same times. 
And later, if you are more uh, improved in your practice, you can be in many, many, many places on in one planet and many, many planets in one universe at the same time. But still, in this planet, it will cost you hotel room if <laughs> if you stay in one. Yeah, you can just leave your body there. Still, you pay for the body. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, this body costs us a lot every day since the day we were born. Until I'm grown that much. I mean, I haven't grown that much, but still, until I'm grown so much, there's so much money and effort and time, energy has been put into this body. Luckily, luckily, I'm employed in a good company, doing a good job. <laughs> so I'm not a waste of food. <laughs> we are all here very humbly doing this human job. We are doing too good a human job that we happen to forget that we are not just human. We are very, very great beings. We encompass the whole cosmos. We can do absolutely anything we want any time of the day, regardless of who we are, what color of our skin, what job we have, how old we are, and where we are, whether we are in prison, in a restricted country, or in a free country like America, we still can do absolute anything, any time, and the FBI can never, never check it out. <laughs> because we do it with the spirit. We don't even have to leave this body in order to do this. If we are good at our practice, we could function at the same time in this world, like driving cars, go shopping, doing makeup, washing dishes, feeding the dogs, the cats, driving boats. Still, at the same time, we still can do plenty, thousands, millions other jobs required of our power. So if we know many friends who need our help in time of trouble, need a helping hand, we can always fly there to help them in spirit. And they can see us also. At the same time, we are in California having a good time with the ship and the boat in Santa Monica or something like that. Yes. So these is the power that we always have. We always do and we always will. Nobody can ever take this from us. But we have to reclaim it. We have to rediscover it. We have to know how. We have to not let the busy schedule of this transient existence blind us, deafen us, or do our heart so that we don't see, we don't hear, we don't know with the real eyes, real ears, real knowledge. Every day we must reserve a little time out of 24 hours, however much you can spare. We must reserve a little time for us so that we can remember our glory, so that we can experience what the Bible has teach us, like the kingdom of God is within you. Buddha nature is inside you. Every being is a Buddha. Everyone is a child of God. If we are too busy, we won't remember this. 
We just hear say, but we don't know actually what it is. For a person who heard of sacramental or fresno, and another person who came here and visit the city, it's a completely different story. So most of us, we hear that, okay, we're the children of God. Ah, I know that, I know that. Ah, I'm also a Buddha, I know that, I know that. But we don't really know. And that's why every day we suffer so much, because there's a part inside of us crying, crying, crying. Let me free, let me be. Let me be the great one. Let me be the one I really am. That is the Buddha inside us. That's the God within us. That's the Supreme Master. And when we already know our real selves, no problem is too big to solve. No death can ever frighten us. No danger can scare us. We always feel good, feel secured, feel godlike, feel holy, feel ever happy, ever ready to help anyone in need, physically and spiritually. Spiritually, help is the best help because once, once you help someone spiritually, they can help themselves. And then in turn, they take care of their own physical need as well. In the beginning, perhaps the Master, Supreme Master Ching Hai helped you in times of need, physically or spiritually. But later on, you help yourself. And later on, you help everyone else. Your parents, who is even deceased parents, your grandparents, your great-great-ancestor, your future family members, all of them are taken care of by you. The day of initiation is the day they are liberated. If they are already in, in the other world, they'll be escalated into a higher realm of freedom and knowledge. If they are on this planet, they're going to be helped in every feasible way that is possible for this planet. And you yourself enter into sainthood, into a capable, a real person, a real being that we really are, because we are not this body. Know you not that you are the Holy Spirit. Know you not that you are just a temple. This body is just a temple of God. And the Holy Spirit lives within you. We all read this Bible. We all read the scripture. But we do not experience in reality what does that mean that the Holy Spirit dwells within us. And who is that Holy Spirit? It's our self. It's our true self. It's a part of God's self. It's a part of the whole cosmos. And once we know this Holy Spirit, we are free. Free forever. Free, 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 free forever. Angel of death cannot let clam on our soul anymore. Once we close our eyes, finish with this job in this uh, earthly existence, we're free to fly anywhere chosen home in the whole great universe. We chose to where to live, in which heaven, to be near home, be near our friends, our relatives. You know, in this existence or future or past existence, we could choose to live with them. Or we could choose to live not with them, but go visit them anytime. 
Just think of them and you are there already. No need to pay for aeroplane like I have to pay to come here. <laughs> In this world, it's different. In the spirit world, we are free. We are free and we are great. That's why sometimes after meditation, we came back to this very small little prison cell, which we call body. We feel a little sad, sometimes a lot sad. But at least we could return to that realm again any time we have free time. It's better than every day, uh, how you say, con- restricted within this little body forever. Just like if we are in prison and people can bail us out, yeah, but sometimes it's still better than sitting there forever. So this uh, bail bond is free of charge. <laughs> uh, you can bail yourself anytime. <laughs> and uh, since uh, I'm here today, uh, the Supreme Master say you can get initiation right away uh, instead of having to wait for many months. We never know if we live until tomorrow. <laughs> there is a story about um, in the book of uh, Paramhansa Yogananda. You read that book? Yeah? Uh, autobiography of a yogi? If you haven't, you should read it. It's very good for you to remind you of the spiritual great self, to urge you toward noble ideas make you reawaken to your real self and want to find more about your greatness. This is a very good book. There are many other books I just cannot uh, mention here. I don't remember all the titles. I do maybe, but we don't have time. I don't come here to sell books. <laughs> but many spiritual books are good for you. That's one of them. Yeah, yes. In that book, there is a story about a guy who... Uh, who is a very, very bad intention, who wants to uh, make trouble for the master, one of the masters in the book. I think he's Lahiri Mahasaya. I wasn't, I'm not sure. If I'm I'm wrong, forgive me. Just the name is not different anyway. He wants to go there and to try to prove the master is fake and want to make trouble for him. So, but before he sit down, the master already tell everybody, say, you want to look at the, some picture? <laughs> and all the disciples say, yes, yes, yes. So the master say, oh, you sit uh, behind each other and put the hands on the person sitting in front of you. So that's what they did, including the guy who came with a bad intention. So they did that. And after a while... Uh, the disciple, one of the disciples saw a picture of a woman, very nice young lady, sit uh, uh, appearing in front of them. And everybody else, when the master asked, everybody else see the same picture like that. You know, a, a woman, yeah, a lady, and including the guy <laughs> who came. So he was very ashamed. He said, he knows. He said, oh, the master asked him, who is that lady? And the bad guy said, well, it is, you know, I know, it's, it's my sin, I am married, but I have extra you know, marital stat- <laughs> affair with this lady, and I have been squandering money on her. Is this no good? I know 
but and please forgive me. I came here with a bad intention. I want to do harm to you and blacken your name and all that. But since you already know, please forgive me. And would you accept me as a disciple also? So the master say, uh, sure. You have to come home. If you go home and you can behave yourself morally for six months, then after that you can get initiation. Otherwise, I won't have to initiate you. Three months later, the guy went back to the same bad habit, you know, all kind of bad habit he did before. And just a while later, he died. So the master never initiated him. He has tried, but he failed. (laughs) And the same with us. Many times we put off things until tomorrow, all the while knowing that this world is just a transient hotel. It's even worse than the hotel where I stay. (laughs) In the hotel where I stay, I pay some money and they leave me in peace. They even clean my room, yeah, change my towel, give me soap and everything I need. But in this hotel, which we call life, we have to work, pay every day, every day. And even if we pay, we still have to suffer. We pay every day with our precious time, our precious energy, our precious knowledge, our precious, uh, you know, short existence here on this planet, which we should use to recognize our great power in order to tackle everything with ease and without effort. But we sacrifice all this because they make us so busy. The system in this planet makes us so busy. Work, 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 work. Work from morning till night. Work over time. Work weekend as well. Still don't have enough happiness. It's not that we pay and we could have a good, good room, good maid service, uh, room service or whatever. No, no. We pay and pay and pay and still pay. And there's not much happiness in it. More suffering than happiness. Even if we have family, beautiful family, good marriage, we still have to pay for it. We still have to work so much in order to maintain this. We work even in a rainy, stormy weather, in a dangerous situation in our failing health time, in the time when we exhausted and didn't sleep the whole night because of kids or worry or whatever, we still have to work. Nobody take pity on us. Nobody. And if we claim sickness too often, they think we're lying. Maybe we get fired. And then we struggle again, find another job, which is not easy at all. So this hotel on this planet is not very kind. It's not doing a good job for us. (laughs) If you go in a hotel, you pay money, you expect good service, no? This hotel, no. You pay day and night, every day of your existence until your last breath. You don't have good service. So if you ask me, I advise you to find another hotel. (laughs) I know one. I know many hotels. Are you okay there, brother? Mm-hmm. Not too bored? You boy can look at the watch and tell me what time when I should shut up. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, I sort of sit for, yeah, I can have a few more minutes and then you tell me shut up. Yeah, a woman talks a lot. <laughs> In our uh, father's home, there are many men- mansions, they're all empty, all decorated well with the most beautiful furnitures and facilities to your liking. And many still empty, waiting for you to go there and enjoy every time now. You don't have to go there yet, but you can go and have a look. Yeah, now and then come back and go for it. Yes. During your free time, during your reserve time for yourself, like two hours, an hour a day, because you work, we work all for the world, for the physical, material need. But we don't work for our soul need, for spiritual need. So therefore we are tired, we are exhausted. Even if we sleep, we don't feel that good. But if we meditate, even if we don't sleep enough, we feel great. We feel fully recharged and energized, and we can move mountains afterward. So, no matter how many people go up, there are a lot of mansions still, always ready. There's nothing in this world that we can compare to what we have up there. If we only know how glorious our true home is, we want to die right away. Excuse me for the expression. That's what it is. Many of the people who visit the other world, the heaven, our true home, would not like to go back here for any second. Even the people, what they call uh, people who clinically death and come back to life, you read those stories, yes? They don't want to go back to life. After they saw the light, after they saw Jesus, now Buddha in heaven, embracing them with love, their whole being changed. They want nothing on this planet anymore. Because that love don't exist here. That love is what you've been looking for all your life, through everything on this planet. Everything, it looked like that love, looked similar or looked promising to that love. We run toward it. We sacrifice everything for that. And then we get disappointed. All these things like even drugs or uh, alcohol, all these are the illusionary promise of a better feeling. But it's not real. They just make you feel worse afterward, depleted mentally, physically, and even trouble for the whole families. But the real happiness we could find inside every day without having to pay anything, without having to sacrifice anything. And it only benefits more and more yourself and the family members and friends and whoever that know you. Lacking this love, we're doing all kind of silly things in this world. Because we think if we do this, we will get that love. Inside our soul, we miss that love so much. We miss it so much. We know we've got it before. We know what heaven is like. Because that's where we came from. Where else do you think we come from? Where do you think we come from? Any of you have idea? Huh? What? Cielo, or heaven. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Any idea? From heaven, right? Yeah? You think so? Sure about that? You're right, you're right. (laughs) Yes, we came from God. God is our Father. 
mother, parent. God is the only friend, the only source of all living things and non-living things in this planet and every other planet in the whole universe. God is the source of our happiness, our real self. And without finding that, we would always gobbling in darkness here, do anything possible with all this physical means to attain happiness, we would not find. Even the most happy uh, relationship is always tainted with some, something there. It's always a lot of effort to keep it, and you don't even know it lasts or not lasts. Even if it lasts, so much work has to be put into it, so much compromise, so much pain also. But the, the happiness from heaven, the true happiness that exists within us is everlasting, and that's the happiness we should find. And it's so easy, it's so easy. Just like instead of reclining on the TV or in front of TV or on the sofa doing nothing, I just show you how to find that happiness within while you are resting or relaxing time. Everyone finds a few hours to relax every day, don't they? Don't you? You need a few hours to relax every day, no? Okay. That is the time you should find God. You could find God. It's very, very easy if you just know how. It's not like you have to work. You just sit there, you know, like you always sit after you're tired. You like sit like this, close your eyes, just concentrate where I show you how. Or you sit like this, I don't care. <laughs> sit like this, wherever, yeah? You can put your feet up in the air also. <laughs> so to find God is something very natural because it's your true self. There's nowhere else to go look for except within yourself. Without this, our life, you can never be happy. And then we'll be running, running around always in this cycle, just like recycle paper. <laughs> yes, sometimes in different form. Like people, they collect the recycling material, and sometimes they make it into a different other form, but it is still the same, same material. Likewise, our life has been recycled, recycled, and recycled. All the same in this suffering kind of existence. And we could not even stay long. That's the point. I told you it's a hotel. I came in the hotel. I paid the money and go into my room and started unpacking my suitcase, of course, you know, and maybe pressing a little, you know, because it's great so that I look presentable to you. And put my little bit jewelry here and there, you know, make it all perfect, look like home. But I know it's not home. I know I have to go in a couple of days. Even then, I do what I have to do. Similarly, the spiritual practitioners, they are doing what they have to do in this world, but they know it's not home because they know what home is. I've just came from my home. I haven't forgotten it yet. So if we practice every day spiritually, if we practice going back to the kingdom of God, look at your new house, I mean your real home, and then come back here again, come back and forth again, then you never forget. Even though you came back to this material world, what I mean come back, it's just not like going and coming, it's just a, a way of speaking. <laughs> this uh, language is not <laughs> enough. 
So if we come and go every day, we would never forget our real home. And even though we're doing things in this um, uh, hotel called life, we would never be attached to this, no matter how we decorate it. Just like I decorate my hotel room. You know, I turn off the bed and all that myself. I don't bother the maid. When I leave, I tell them, okay, now you can clean, because I put things everywhere. Just so I, convenient for me to find, yeah. But I know it's not my home. Even then, I decorate it, nevertheless. But if we don't know we have another home, a true home, we would always be attached to this world, and we work and sweat, and we feel so much suffering because we want to keep these things that we have here. And if we cannot keep it for any reason, then we have so much pain, so much attachment, and we could die. Die of suffering, die of pain. A lot of people lose their money, lose their business, lose their home, and they commit suicide. Or they fall ill because of attachment for their possession. But spiritual person will not feel moved even if they lose anything because they know they have something better. <laughs> There's a joke I read in the internet. It goes like this. <laughs> There's a person who is very wealthy, mucho dinero, <laughs> and he's dying. Yeah, but he wants to take his possession with him. He has so much money, so much gold. He put, he bought money. Uh, he used money to bought gold and stacks all over in his house, and he want to take him with him. And he was trying to take, but they say, no, no, you cannot take this. Can I take this with you? Everything you earn here is belong to this world. At the time of departure, you leave everything behind. Just go by yourself. Nothing. You came with nothing. You go with nothing. The man feels so bad in his heart. So he bargained with God, you know, with the angel that please go and tell God, the supreme master Jing Hai, whether. I could take some gold with me. I need it. I work all my life for it. I cannot part from them, please. So the angel of death feels sorry for him. He shook his head and said, sorry, ignorant man. So I said, okay, 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 okay. When I visit him, I tell him. So after God looked down and see the pitiful state of his being, he said, okay, okay, let him take. It's okay, don't worry. So the dying man, you know, make a small, make a big bag, and stack as many gold as he can carry, yeah, carry it. And then at that moment, he died. He died. He took his bag of gold to the pearl gate of heaven. And St. Peter said, what is it that you're carrying there? You're not allowed to take anything from earth to heaven, you know that? The guy said, but I have spoke to the Supreme Master, Sing Hai. She said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So some Peter said, really? Okay, I go check. So she went in, he went in and asked the master whether you really allow this guy to take something from earth here? Oh, the master said, okay, he's just a poor man, let him, let him. So some Peter came back and said, yeah, yeah, you did, you did have permission, okay, but I still have to check what you brought with you. So the man opened the bag and he looked inside and said, oh, that's that, you brought the pavement. <laughs> Pavement <laughs> for the road, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
You got it? Okay. Well, just in case you didn't, some kids didn't. In heaven, they use gold to pave the road. Yes. So, and uh, the, the diamonds that we like so much here, they use it to build walls. Yes. Or on the, you know, on the pavement or the park, whatever. So we walk on gold and diamond and rubies. Yeah. All the trees are precious jewels. All the leaves, everything. They look like jewels, but they're not like solid. They look beautiful, but they are not like um, piercing. You understand? It's just very beautiful substance. That's a real gold and diamond. Uh, the diamond here could hurt you, even though they are forever. They're not. <laughs> you could destroy them. But the diamonds and gold in heaven, you could not. You could not. And that's where we came from. We came from beautiful palaces. We came from precious uh, abode. We came from freedom. We came from loving and kindness. And we degraded into the stage of what we are right now with the suffering and the pitiful helplessness of human existence. But we don't have to stay like this because we have treasure inside ourselves. Lay not your treasure on earth, but up in heaven. How do we do that? To find it again. Find the treasure in heaven. The real jewelry that we have inside. The real glory of our true self. I am here just to show you that part. Nothing else. Nothing else that is really important. So if you like to, we will have time to show you. And guide you a, through the initial steps until you found your great self again and be happy here and ever after. Thank you. Thank you, Master. We have questions. If you Yeah, sure, sure. Okay, great. Yes. Read first whatever Dear Master, you Master, the Kuan Yin method tells us to concentrate on the inner light and sound. Right. But how can people that were born blind or deaf practice? Oh, these are not the Light and sound from outside is the real one that is inside us. It's the kingdom of God. You don't need the physical eyes and physical ears to hear it. Hello? <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> See you later. Yes. You understand? So deaf people can be healed, can see the kingdom of God. Uh, oh, what I mean is <laughs> blind people can see, deaf people can hear. It's not the physical body that we are talking about. Yes. Go ahead. Dear Master, enlightenment is a journey every soul has to take. The role of a guru or master is to help the person progress through spiritual growth. You had to go through the same rigors of dedicated practice that Buddha and Nanak and many others went through. So how can you, in a moment, claim to enlighten your disciples with due reverence, Master? You will see. You will see how. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> Dear Master, as an enlightened individual, how do you get past the obstacle of knowing who you truly are and have that peace and joy 
uh, when seeing so many around you who are still asleep, who may refuse or reject or ignore the way in which you hope to show them? Oh, they have their own choice. Everyone has the freedom to choose to go back home now or tarrying around here. So it's no problem. You leave them alone. Yeah? If you want to go home, you go. If they don't want to go home, let them be there. Dear Master, I have a cat and a dog, and I feed them meat. What is your opinion of this? Ask the cat and the dog, not me. <laughs> well, I don't decide what you want to do in your life, least of all cats and dogs. <laughs> but uh, some of our disciples have fed them vegetarian food, and they were okay. I have five dogs, they're all vegetarian. And they're very, very, very excited and whenever, you know, so healthy, beautiful dogs. Yes, no problem. Okay? <laughs> I feed cats also vegetarian, they were okay too. They didn't complain, so you can try that. In the shop uh, for pet food, they have vegetarian food for dogs and cats. So maybe you inquire about that, hey? I feed my dogs, it's called Wee Song. It's good. Yeah, you know, huh? But, but my dogs, they don't eat dog food. They, they, they eat human food. <laughs> I cook a lot and I feed them first and whatever leftover I eat. Mm. At first they eat dog food, later after they eat my food, they don't want that dog food no more. They just sniff around and they look at me, what, what's that? <laughs> So I have to feed them food every day, you know. They just eat dog food, you know, when I don't have time to cook. Just, they just eat a little bit, symbolic, just to make me feel good. That's it. And waiting for goodies from the kitchen, from the real food. Dear Master, you said that all of the inventions and ideas come from, that come from the universe are garbage. I have a lot of these. So being initiated and practicing, will I improve? Oh, sure. You invent some better garbage. <laughs> I don't mean garbage, garbage, garbage. What I mean is whatever we have here, even the best invention, are left over, you know, unwanted from the other higher uh, developed society. But as we are not as developed as them, these garbage are excellent for us. So please do collect some more, okay? <laughs> We need these. Dear Master, if I have been a vegetarian for a long, long time, but I have eaten eggs, may I still be initiated? Okay, no problem. Just don't eat no more. Eggs attracts uh, negative energy and make you slow in spiritual progress. Dear Master, what is the difference between God and Jesus? No difference. I and my father are one. Didn't he tell you? <laughs> Well, there's a difference because we see, we saw him. Wow, wow. People saw him in the physical body. And we don't see God in this physical body. So we thought, God, Jesus is different. But God manifested within Jesus to show people the way back to themselves. Master, why do we have physical ailments? Do they teach us something or are we to struggle to overcome them? We why do we have physical ailments? Or do they teach us something? Are we to struggle to overcome sickness? Oh, we should struggle to overcome? Oh. Um, 
sickness or, you know, as a malfunction in our spiritual, mental, emotional, or physical body. Some sickness came from spiritual dis-ease. Some uh, came from emotional unbalanced. Some came from physical um, discomfort. So we have to check what kind of sickness is that. Most of the disease um, came from karmic background, yes? But others than that, sometimes um, we... We also do not take care of our body very well, okay? A body is like a car. You have to refuel it. You have to polish it. You have to wash it. You have to change oil and gasoline now and then and check the engine periodically so that it runs well. But uh, many of us take rotten care of ourselves, yes? If you feel tired, depressed, you should take vitamin, have good rest, relax, do some yoga. If you don't want to be initiated here, go find some yoga group, at least do some yogic exercise. Uh, do something that is good and relax you. Listen to music. Hmm? Watch a good, good relaxing film. Take vitamins. Take uh, vitamin B12 more if you're depressed. That's what they say. It helps depression. And a lot of multivitamin to um, how say compensate for some uh, how say lacking nutrition in our diet because some of us eat junk all the time and don't realize it and expect the car to run well. If if the car you have to put a petrol and you put water and it don't run, yeah. And the body needs a lot of nutrition, need protein, need vitamin, need fruit, need vegetable, uh, need good food. If you keep eating, you know, unnutritious food uh, every day, not balanced, then, of course, your body gets ill too, eh? <laughs> Dear Master, is it true that after initiation, one must give up all worldly wealth and possessions, such as money and jewelry, in order to attain enlightenment? If you want to. But it doesn't cost that much. <laughs> it costs only like a few hours a day if you can spare this. That's it, nothing else. No money ever needed. You keep everything that you have right now. I never demand anything from you. Never, ever. Mm. Keep everything, enjoy this life, and be blessed while you meditate. That's it. So you can have both. Eh? Master, what constitutes sexual immorality in the five precepts, and does this include homosexuality? No, 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 no. Sexual misconduct, right? Is that what he asked for that? Yes. Sexual misconduct means you should not indulge yourself too much in this uh, physical activity and forsake, you know, spiritual practice. Yes. If you happen to love a person of your own um, sexual identity, then you should just uh, practice moderate also. Yeah? Homosexuality um, is not forbidden. It's just that you should have love. If you really love, not just sex. You understand? Sex is not good. Love is okay. Whether you love a woman between a man and a woman, or between a woman and a woman, and a man and a man. 
Because we love, when we love is with the heart, with the soul. When we have sex, that's just physical. It's not engaged in emotional involvement, commitment. It's not engaged in spiritual elevation. You see, therefore, it's not satisfying and it is uh, degrading our feeling. Afterward, we don't feel good about ourselves. And that is what we call misconduct. All right? And if you have one, maybe you should, you should honor each other and not um, hurt the other's feeling by including many others, for example, like that. Because the sexual gift is a gift from God. It's not to be misused. It's, um, it's better to accompany sexual activity with love. Then you feel much better. You feel more noble. Most of the people, many people after spiritual practice, they just engage in this uh, uh, physical act once in a while for the purpose of creation. Well, I've gone too far, huh? <laughs> Go ahead. It's Master. okay. Just keep love, okay? Whatever you do, do it with love, right? Do it with love. Then it's okay. Thank you. Dear Master, after 24 years of meditation, my marriage dissolved. I loved my husband, and this makes me sad. Why did this happen? What kind of meditation is that? 24 years, right? Well, it's not my fault. I wasn't there, okay? (laughs) I'm here only 15 years or something. Well, the meditation is not the cause of your marriage, um, I say, Separation, eh? The separation came as a karmic solution. Yeah? Everything comes and goes in certain time. Today you see these beautiful flowers here. Tomorrow they die, if not next week. Everything takes care of itself in time, including our life. We won't last here forever. So if the marriage lasts, until the end of our, our life, then it's okay. It's only a couple more decades. Huh? <laughs> it lasts 24 years, or it lasts 44 years. It's not much different, just the numbers. The marriage lasts long or not long, it doesn't prove anything. Go find another man, in short. <laughs> Dear Master, I am 14 years old. My mother has been very sick for, for 10 years now, since I was a little girl. I know I should be strong, but a lot of the time it is very hard for me. Do you have any advice? Not much. I feel sorry for you. You are a very good girl, strong, strong one. Continue. Pray to God for help, yeah, for the inside strength. Get initiation, practice. That will help you to feel super, <laughs> superwoman. <laughs> Master, why is the age limit imposed for initiation? Is it because they are unfit or beyond the scope of initiation? Mm, well, they don't have much time, don't have enough time to, <laughs> to, to finish the course. If it's the elderly one, you know. And if they're young or too young, they need their permission from their parents so that they can help them, yeah? So that they don't go against their parents' will. That's it. It's the world. This world is like that. 
It goes with this physical law and everything. If I get initiated today, and if for any reason I can't practice, or if I stop, what negative effect will that have on me? Then you don't practice anymore, and this is the worst thing could happen to you. <laughs> huh? If you married somebody and then you divorce, what happened? Then you divorced, right? <laughs> Master, how can I know that I have improved in my spiritual practice? How? You will know. You will know. Just like you grow up and you know that you're growing. Dear Master, is enlightenment the same as living in one will with God? Is it, is it the same thing as surrendering my human will to God and to live only with the will of God? Yeah, yeah, yes, same thing. What are the main reasons or things that stop our path towards enlightenment? Stop our what? Our path, our progress towards enlightenment. What is that? What are the main things that stop our progress? Oh, oh, oh that, oh, ourselves. <laughs> when we want to practice, nothing can stop us. When we do not want, then everything can stop us. Master, I am Catholic. So can I still keep my beliefs and my practices and my prayers and be initiated? Who is it? Catholic? Catholic. Me too. <laughs> I'm Catholic too. Master, if I initiate today, can I still cook meat for my children to eat? Is it okay? Okay. <laughs> If you can bear the smell after a while. Hmm. There is a cause and effect law in the universe. So is it possible to eliminate the wrongdoing that we have already caused? <sighs> no. No. Cannot. But we could minimize the effect by spiritual strength and knowledge. And we could avoid the future repeating of these same mistakes. Master, if I already studied with an enlightened Zen master, what is the difference between you and that Zen master? Can I study with many teachers at the same time and be awakened? If you have enough time. I don't know how enlightened your master is. You've got to ask him whether he can take you to the highest kingdom and be with you all the way from the physical level up to the very highest level then you don't have to come. If the answer is no, then come quick. Master, I have seen examples of teachers showing students the light and the sound, and those students are not being guided correctly. These students become lost, almost like being disoriented. What assurance can you give that your guidance is well? Well, you can ask my people. If they are well, then you know. You see the, tr you know the tree by the fruits, no? Hmm? <laughs> Dear Master, in the book Conversations with God, it is said that earth is heaven. We are living in heaven, and if we think we have to go to heaven, we have already placed ourselves in a lower level, and there is nowhere to go but here. So what is the difference between here and heaven? Because we are put here to experience everything, the good and the bad, aren't we? Yes, that's true. But do you know heaven here already? Can you sit there and see heaven? If you can't, I have to show you. It's true. Heaven you can see right here, but you have to know 
how anywhere you can see it in the toilet and in airplane, in the park, and anywhere in supermarket, anywhere is true. It's true, but you have to know where to look, and that's what I'm here to show you. Master, I thank you. Wow, that makes me feel good. <laughs> okay, Master, I am a student. My major is nursing and medical terminology. I'm required to teach biology lab to complete these, this major to get my degree. We kill some animals and some kinds of vegetables to make experiences, then compare them. Killing the animals, then, is violence. I can't bear to see my classmates killing the animals. Uh, does it affect my meditation? Will it affect my meditation? Do I have to change my major to avoid killing the animals? I would like to be complete my major. If you like to complete your major, then you have already answered yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to kill animals, then don't. If your classmate kill them, that's their problem. You can't, you can't limit everyone to do what they want. You just do what you want. Yeah? You just go ahead with your study. Tell them you don't like to kill animals, but you just watch. Okay? Dear Master, what do you think about hallucinogenic plants uh, to connect ourselves spiritually? Uh, any drug is not natural. Hmm? Everything you already have in here, what do you need of drug? Okay? My path is just to show you what you already have, not that you have to add on. We are already confused enough in this world. We don't need to add any more confusion to our mind and our system. Drugs have bad effect in the long run. Everybody knows that. Huh? If there is no sadness, how can you really appreciate happiness in heaven? If there is no sadness... Oh, sure. Oh, there is sadness enough, so now is the time to appreciate happiness. Okay? Is the Kuan Yin method similar to Zen? Can I practice both and still awaken? After a while, you will know that you should just choose the Kuan Yin method. I've been in Zen. The real Zen before is the Kuan Yin method, okay? My son gets initiated today, and my husband too. Please give me some tips to help them keep the precepts. Oh, they will. <laughs> if they have, I have to give them tips, and what else can I do? There's already everything written there. They have chosen to do it, then they would keep it. Is a human clone or any clone of a living thing still a creation of God? If the human what? Honey? Clone. A clone. Oh, you want me to get killed? <laughs> you ask me many controversial questions. Well, I would leave the creation uh, choice to God. That's my answer. Okay? Yes. We have enough uh, trouble already with overpopulation and maniacs and, you know, mishap and everything on this planet already due to technical failure. So I would just leave the creation power in the hand of God. Huh? Thank you. <laughs> you want to hear another joke? Uh, it's not very spiritual, but it's appropriate. <laughs> it's in the internet. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I don't want to claim author, you know, authorship for this because uh, somebody else. I, that was a, it was a joke like this. You know, after uh, uh, reading too many airplane crash and airplane problem and airplane danger on the newspaper, uh, people were fed up and went on strike and they don't want to go on an airplane anymore. They were so scared. They can't get crashed or get explored in the airplane. So there was a company, a group of scientists, you know, they put all effort together to make a, uh, an airplane which has no man, uh, uh, no, how say, man pilot, yeah? Just everything controlled by electronic and computer. Yes, a machine. So after a long time, they have made this airplane, and uh, this is the first flight ever. And all the passengers pa- uh, already bought on the airplane, and then ready. Uh, and then after they take off, after the airplane took off, they heard a voice, you know, similar to human voice from the computer, saying, "Lady and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever." Uh, uh, electronically controlled airplane. Now there will be no more um, human failure that we used to uh, be worried about. Now just kick back and relax because there's nothing that can go wrong, go wrong, go wrong, go wrong, <laughs> go wrong, go wrong. Go wrong. <laughs> yeah. You got the point, huh? Thank you. Dear Master, how do you control the negative or bad thinking that pops into your head? I just leave it. Leave it. <laughs> it will go alone. It will go by itself. If you keep battling with all this negative forever, you don't have time for the positive. So every time you hear, you recognize some negative thought in your head, just replace it with some positive one. Yeah? Go do something more positive, more fun, and forget about that. Or during meditation, uh, I will teach you how to combat with this problem. Hmm. Dear Master, how do we take care of bugs and insects in our house if we can't kill? They cause illness, they contaminate our clothing and food. Oh, you should take care before they came in, not after. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little late, but okay. You just um, clean your house thoroughly with water and vinegar, 50-50. That take uh, disinfect and also don't smell, odorize everything. Um, what I mean, neutralize, neut- neutralize all the odor that attract the insect. Clean them all once and for all, put them all in the sun, whatever infested, put them in the sun to clean, shake them out and clean them every day or almost often as possible with the vinegar and water. 50-50, huh? 50 vinegar, 50 water. Could be more vinegar possible if, if you can bear the smell. And you have to spray your windows frame and your doors frame with the insect repellent, yeah? the one harmless one, outside of your house. Then the insect don't come in yeah? later. Otherwise, they will keep coming all the time. You spray them once a week or once every while, then they don't come in. Okay? And you have to keep yourself washed and clean and hygienic. Then they don't have the ground to breathe in your house. Master, is it already fixed or determined that a particular child will be born good or bad? I'm a mother and I worry about my children and bad influences. 
Yeah, possible that some are born a little bit lack of control, lack of gentleness, but with proper guidance and spiritual uh, help, they would change. Master, my wife has been a vegetarian for about one year, but ever since she became pregnant, she has been craving meat or eggs. What can she do? Ask her, well, is that a disciple or non-disciple? Who is that? Are you a disciple or none? She's, she's not. Your wife is not, right? Convenient method. Okay. That is just an excuse. <laughs> Blame it on the child, huh? Poor kid. Anyway, she's only convenient method. If she doesn't want to eat uh, vegetarian, I, we do not force her. Everything in our family here is volunteer. If you're ready to go home, I show you the way and how to get there and what to avoid on the journey to make yourself quicker and smoother uh, in a travel. But if you do not feel ready to go home, you do what you want. Yeah, you eat meat, you drink wine, you go get married, whatever. Okay? It's all up to you. It's all up to you. I only teach the people who want to learn. If they think they're not ready, it's okay with me. All right? Take it easy. Take time. <laughs> Master, I heard you say many times that when we are initiated, five to seven generations are also saved. Does that mean they will be taken to the same level as the person that you initiate, or will they be on a different level? And can the initiated person visit them? Oh, sure, can. Different levels, different levels. Depends on how sincere they are inside and how much karma they have. But the initiate is free. He can visit anyone, anytime, anywhere. No problem. I mean, after the, you know, after the disease, or even during the existence, they always can come visit their people. And afterward, they'll be together all the time, no matter different level or not. Because you will be existing in different levels, not just one. So if your parents, for example, for, for example, if your parents are in the astral level, which is the, the lowest of the spiritual level, and you are on the creative level, which is one level above, then you could all also exist in the astral level at the same time. Because wherever you go, you earn one more extra level, but you exist in other level as well if you want to. So your parents will see that you're always there with them too. In the meantime, you are in a higher level. Everyone else in that higher level can also see you. Understand this? So there's no feeling of lacking or missing or separation in the spiritual uh, kingdom. It's different than here. Dear Master, after we have been enlightened and we reach the level of Jesus or the Buddha, are there any, even higher levels to learn or uh -huh. reach? Yes, yes, yes. Much higher to go. That is just the level of the general mastership. There are much more. Anywhere you want to go, higher, lower, doesn't matter. <laughs> but when you reach mastership, that's okay already. Yes.
I am impatient with myself to become enlightened, but I fight within about this. How can I be more patient with myself and with other people's development? That's a very general question. <laughs> it depends on what kind of meditation you practice, and it depends on how much you practice. Okay? Yes. Master, I had a grand mal seizure. Why does this type of lesson happen? The major seizure body ailment. Why does this type Why does of illness happen? happen? Mm -hmm. We explained already before. Either we lack of spiritual strength or we are emotionally unbalanced due to some uh, uh, sadness or either we are physically not uh, well taken care of. So check what is your case. I would recommend the one medicine for everyone, for all illness. That is the Quanning method. Hmm? Dear Master, what do you think about organ donations after we die? I don't think anything. <laughs> you give what you have and what you want. No problem. Just like giving money. Yeah? Does Kyrie Yoga, as described in Autobiography of a Yogi, relate to Kuan Yin? Mm, yes and no. Why, did God why are you asking another one? We are here for Kuan Yin Method. <laughs> okay? Why did God put us through a human existence and all the trials and tribulations to realize ourselves when we were perfect to start with? Mm-hmm, because we want to have fun. <laughs> you see a lot of uh, rich people, they go on vacation every day, you know, every year or every time. You see them? Rich people. People have big mansion, servants all over the house. What do they do when they go to vacation? Sometimes they rent a thatched hut, so small. <laughs> yeah? And it looks like a poor person's house. And they go out and roll in boats, you know. Uh, sweating in the sun. Hmm? Well, they have a big yacht. It costs hundreds of millions of dollars at home with engines that run to the moon, <laughs> for example. Yeah, we want to have fun, okay? When it's fun, it doesn't matter what we do. We did not recognize our perfect self until we came here in the world of imperfection, and that's what it is to see the reflection so we can know ourselves. This world is created so that we can know ourselves, know God. It's like woman is created so that there is a difference between man and woman. If there is no comparison, we would not know ourselves. You got it? Yeah. Yeah. Same like the rich man, huh? After rolling, sweating in the sun for a month and living in thatchhood and simple living, he's glad to go back to his palace. <laughs> yeah? He's glad to go back to his yacht and his airplane and his convenience and everything uh, that is a uh, comfortable life. Dear Master, I don't know if I'm ready to go home. I admire you. I have a desire to meditate and know God. Yet at the same time, there are talents and skills and strength that I want to develop in this lifetime. Does this mean that I'm not ready to go home? Does it mean I'm not at a high enough level to be initiated? No, 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 no. You just love life. That's good, good, good. That's wonderful. 
You shouldn't wait until you lose all the strength, your talent, your power, depressed and poor and handicapped or whatever to get enlightenment. <laughs> you should do it when you're fully, you know, happy and have everything. That's the, that's the, the, the perfect time. Okay, and that means you are very high level because you have all these, you have all the blessing, and you still want to see God, and you are saints already. Okay. <laughs> Master, if a person is initiated and he practices a little, but then he gives up, and then a few years later he dies. Is it possible for him to reincarnate back into this world, or will you just take him up? It depends on the master, hmm? and depends on the person. The Supreme Master Ching Hai, she would take him up. <laughs> if he wants to. Hmm. Nothing impossible with this woman. She's cool. <laughs> King James Version says, Except you become as a little child, you cannot enter into the kingdom Sorry, of heaven. What does this mean? That means we have to cleanse ourselves of all the preconceived ideas, cleanse ourselves of all the previous karmic hindrance that is uh, saturated our mind and body and emotion. After the initiation, the Master cleanses you, cleanses you with fire, with the spiritual blessing and bath inside, make you shining pure innocent again like a kid, then that's why you can see heaven immediately. Yeah? Master, you said that karma is caused by ourselves, by our own moral standard and our experiences. So if a person has no moral standard, will their karma be less because they do bad deeds but they don't think it's bad? Or if a person has a bad memory and he forgets about some of his bad deeds, does that mean that his karma won't be as much? Wow, that's a good excuse. <laughs> ah, yeah, just go rob the bank and tell the police, I have forgotten what I did yesterday. <laughs> you think the police would believe it? Huh? With all your fingerprints and your, the, your face on the camera and everything? Ah, it's a nice way to cheat God, but it's difficult. <laughs> no matter what kind of mental ability we have, what kind of uh, disposition we're in, whatever we do is registered in our subconscious mind and it will never, never, ever fade away unless treated by spiritual power, erased from inside of the subconscious mind. And that's how we are redeemed. That's how we became as a child again after initiation. Dear Master, if I am unhappy in my marriage, can I divorce my husband? How do I know when is the right time to do this? My God. <laughs> my God. Well, talk to your husband. Yeah? That's both of you have to agree on the same thing, then it's okay. Yeah? But you have to leave him if you have a better purpose, not just to run away from problem, because the next man you meet might have the worst problem for you, because the interest increase, <laughs> the karma. <laughs> Dear Master, 
why do we have to meditate? After all this time, you ask this question. You must be sleeping. I tell you what. Go out and order this videotape or cassette tape and listen to it again. <laughs> Master, when an initiate returns from a three-day retreat, why do people see them as different or changed? Well, because they became cleanser, yeah, more purified, more radiant. Yes. Dear Master, in my heart, I have five dreams that I want of things I want to happen. I would like to get a blessing from Master to be successful in this life. Can a person participate in an international retreat with their spiritual body? How is it different than coming in their physical body? Please thank oh, you. Oh, I understand. So she wants to stay at home and then say, Okay, I'm going with you by my heart. Is that right? Wow, that's very convenient. That's a good idea. Next time you come here, I just say, "Well, I'll be here in your, in my heart, and <laughs> I don't have to appear in physical, huh? Can I do that? See, see, you answer yourself. <laughs> Wonderful ideas you have, my God. <laughs> Dear Master, I am seventy-nine years old. I was able to see you in Florida the first time to visit America. This is my luckiest day. Thank you, Master. I'd really like to get initiation, even though I was told that I'm too old. I'm in very, very good health, Master. Please, can I get initiation? You have a lot of good health, but not a lot of time. Okay, even don't press me on this. If you want to study in college, you have to have some time. Understand? There are things, the time for something. Okay? Go get the convenient method. That's excellent already. Okay? Master, I am a disciple from mainland China. I'm very grateful to be able to see you before going back to China. Wish you happy and beautiful forever for all of the fellow China disciples. Thank you. And I have two last questions. Okay. The first question, many people ask this question. May I travel with you and attempt to spread teachings to the Westerners? I am searching to make a life of service to my fellow man. And you had about five of those. Who is that? Uh, this one, he asked not to read his name out loud, oh, but it's okay. here. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, you just stay where you are, serve your family members and your community and that is serving the world. And that is traveling with me. Traveling with me doesn't mean physical. Traveling same idea, same direction. And we will all get there in time. Okay? Because if you travel with me, the many inconvenient things. Your family members will miss you. Your society will be short of one uh, diligent, talented workers, yeah? just like a house needs uh, many bricks to sustain its structure. Yeah? Take one away and then things will be different. Stay where you are, be a saint. Okay? <laughs> Master, does the angel of Maya and the karmic masters both work together to keep people here in bondage? The Maya and, Maya and the karmic masters. Yeah, yeah, they do. They are one and the same. 
But I ask questions. But they're good. They're good. They're doing their good job. Strengthen your determination, yeah, to know yourself. Can a person get initiated today and right away, or maybe within a short time, be able to help the people he loves to lessen their suffering? Sure. In a certain extent, yes. Right away. Right away. Because you do not know how many generations of your ancestors are being lifted to a higher dimension. Out of hell, out of suffering, you don't know. Right away. And also during the course of your life here, you will help tremendous, countless people. Okay? That's it. All right. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. Now, I'm going to run all over so you can have a look at me. Just stay there. But sit down, sit down, okay? Sit down so I can run faster. You need some exercise after staying in a hotel, scoop up in there for so long. Want to run along?